Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome Frank Elleridi. critique it whether it's something you love or don't love so you might as well do something you love you might as well do something you believe in you might as well do something that just lights you up because no matter what you do some people are going to love it and some people are going to critique it and say they hate it you have to just do it anyway we have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. You can learn more about me over at benazadi.com. Today, we have my friend, Frank Elleridi who is one of the co-founders of Modern Nirvana, a journalist, an amazing man, an energy healer. We're going to get into his backstory, how he went from being a mainstream journalist to a certified healer. We get into emotion code, what that means, and he actually gives me emotional healing and energy healing on the actual episode, which is super, super cool. And you could watch that part of the interview or the whole interview. You could actually watch the video format, by the way, on our YouTube channel, which is Keto Camp on YouTube. We get into the importance of maintaining your curiosity to have awareness around your environment. And Frank's going to share why that's important, especially in a society that's trying to change us and mold us and forcing us in a way to live a life that's inauthentic. He's going to share why it's important to break through that and live a purposeful life, an empowering life. We get into one of my favorite topics, the topics of vitamin G, gratitude, and how that could change your life in different ways to practice gratitude. We get into modern nirvana. I first met Frank a little over a year ago at the Biohacking Congress that we were both speaking at in California, Silicon Valley, California, we hung out. We did some Zen together, which is Dr. John Lawrence's product. We had a good time. We've been connected ever since. He had a, con- a summit uh, last year, Modern Nirvana in Austin, which I did a video interview for. And now they're coming back with an in-person summit called Modern Nirvana, which is taking place September 23rd in Austin, Texas, along with Bryant Wood, who's a master breathwork instructor, certified priest, NLP practitioner and so much more. And Kat Graham, the amazing actress. And they put on this incredible summit once a year. The next one's come taking place in a few months. And you could actually get your tickets and learn more about the Modern Nirvana Summit taking place in Austin, Texas. If you go to modernnirvana.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP at checkout, you'll get 15% off your ticket price. It's going to be a game changer. I highly recommend you go and go change your life. And you can learn more over at modernnirvana.com. Before I bring on Frank, I want to take a minute to get to the Apple podcast rating and review of the day. This five-star review comes from BKYDBDS, titled Best Health Podcast. Keto Camp is amazing. It's been foundational for a guy who is new to keto and intermittent fasting. Possibly, however, the most important thing to know, it isn't a podcast that only talks about keto issues. It includes important information and interviews from all varieties of standard and alternative medicine. Information for healing the body, the mind, and the soul. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. And you are on point. And today's episode is the perfect example how we are not just a keto podcast. Look, we love keto. We love fasting. But health is a multifactorial approach. It's the mind, the body, and the soul. You said it. 
And today's episode is all about that mind and the soul. And uh, Frank's going to really do a great job explaining that. But I want to thank you for leaving that rating and review and for listening. Keep up the good work on your end. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet, please do so right now. Okay, without further ado, let's bring on Frank. Frank Elleridi has covered everything from his journalism days, from Syrian refugee camps to Academy Awards. He's a four-time Emmy Award-winning journalist working mostly for ABC News. He can also be seen on Good Morning America and ABC's digital platforms, most notably giving viewers a backstage look into Dancing with the Stars. He immersed himself into the world of biohacking acting as a guinea pig for wellness companies and sharing the best of what he's learned with his followers and his clients. He's also a certified emotion code practitioner, helping clients release negative trapped emotions from the body, which allows for healthier relationships, removal of blocks in health and career, and creates space for new opportunities. He's also mental health consultant certified through Kindred. Here is Frank Elleridi. Okay, I am live here with my friend Frank Elleridi. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you, brother. So good to be here. Yeah, good to be here with you. Frank and I first connected a little over a year ago at the Biohacking Congress in Silicon Valley. We uh, were both, I was speaking there, you were speaking there, we were hanging out, doing some Zen together, having a good time. And uh, I've, I've been watching you ever since just take off and doing a lot of great work. And I checked out all the things you're doing on your YouTube channel, all the cool videos you have, and you have an upcoming summit, which we're going to speak about. And you're doing a lot of great things that I believe my audience, those following me uh, here on the podcast and the YouTube channel, will get a lot from this conversation because it's not as simple, unfortunately, as eat this, not that, intermittent fast, exercise, all that's great, but there's a big missing piece, and that is the emotional inner work that we all need to do. I really believe that. And you uh, teach that very, very well. We're going to talk about that. We're going to also do a live little session here where you're going to coach me on this healing process. So before we get into all that, Frank, your story is amazing from journalist to healer. Let's talk about that. How did you make that transition? Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Great introduction. And you just reminded me right before we started the podcast that you're the reason why I am obsessed with MitoZen. <laughs> Zen mist. That's right. So, yeah, my story started with being a journalist and a mainstream journalist. And I absolutely loved doing that. I thought it was going to be my life forever. And it was for more than a decade. For people listening, they they won't see it. But people who are watching will see that I have the four Emmys behind me. And that was all from the news world, right? It was all covering um, natural disasters and red carpets and, uh, you know, mass shootings and political events. I mean, anything. If there was a volcano in eruption in Hawaii, I was there. If there was a nuclear threat in Guam or North Korea, I was there. If there was a, you know, dancing with the stars, I was backstage. So it was all kinds of things and an incredible experience, incredible ride. I actually just did my human design, which everybody seems to be into lately. And so I was like, all right, I'll try it. And on this podcast, somebody was reading my human design for me. And she's like, you know, you're a projector. And the whole thing about being a projector is waiting for the invitation, you know, allowing yourself to accept the invitation. And she said, it's interesting that you were living in such alignment as uh, a projector, because as a journalist, it was constant invitation. Hey, go here. Hey, can you go there? Hey, can you cover this? And so I really enjoyed it. And I loved it. And I still love it. I like sometimes we'll see a big news story and I'm like, oh man, I wonder who is there from, you know, my, my ABC family. And I, w I wonder if, I, you know, if I would be there, but something happened where I just started doing these healings uh, for people about two years ago. And it got to the point where first I was just doing friends and family. And then they would ask me, Hey, can you do this person? Hey, can you do that person? And it became my life and it became really a, a secondary income. And then now my main thing, and I actually would, as much as I'd love to be a journalist at the same time, I can't like, it's, it's full on. I'm, I'm like booked till the end of August and just really enjoy helping people. And the messages that I get are more profound and more beautiful. Like the testimonials that I get by email or the updates from clients than anything I've ever gotten doing anything else. And so now I just 
I can't see myself doing anything else. That's so beautiful, man. I, I love that. And uh, it's it's clear that you're lit up just speaking about it and you're living on purpose with your purpose. And uh, I, I love to see that because most people are not living on purpose with their purpose. And let me ask you this right off the bat, how important is it to find out what your highest values are, your, your telos, what the Greek call your highest values, and to find that purpose and then align your life to live on purpose with that purpose? How important is that for health and happiness? It's essential. It's crucial. It's like, it's, you know, having purpose is, it's what gets you up in the morning. You know, it gets you down the stairs. It, it helps, it does everything. It's you're putting on your clothes, everything, everything you do, you do for purpose. It gets you up in the morning. It gets you out the door. And there was an incredible Indian healer, not native American Indian from India who, uh, I knew for years. I made a YouTube channel about him. His name was Dr. Pankaj Naram, and he was actually a healer and a Ayurvedic healer for Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, the Dalai Lama. I mean, incredible people. And he taught me so much. And one of the things is he said, he passed away in 2020, but one of the things he would tell me is 97% of people don't know what it is that they want. You know, he said, they come to me and I say, what do you want? And they'll tell me everything they don't want and everything they want to change. But most people don't know if I ask you right now, what do you want? They can't answer it. And then he said, and like 2% two, 2 of people know what they want, but they don't know how to get it. And then he's like, there's like that 1% that knows what they want and they know how to get it. You know, and so it's, I think it's everything. Yeah, uh, that's so, it's so interesting that you said that because when I give lectures, I always talk about 97% of the population who are looking for shortcuts and band-aids and toxic pills and surgeries. Only 3% are looking for a lifestyle change. So it's very much aligned with what this gentleman said. Uh, and it, you know, it's, I, I remember Bob Proctor, who's this gentleman behind me in, in the photo, who's, who passed away a few months ago. He, he was my mentor, saved my life, changed my life. But I remember him sharing about, you know what's more sad than a child afraid of the dark is an adult who's afraid of the light, meaning somebody who has discovered their purpose, but they don't make the necessary steps to live in that direction. I mean, for you, what's, what I love about your story is you were already successful for Emmys, you know, doing something you love to do, but then you discovered something that really lit you up and you leaned into it. You made the necessary changes and now you're living this life. I mean, was that difficult for you to do, make that transition? Ooh, so difficult. And I was denying it for years. You know, what's interesting is right before I made the full on transition, because you know, I had like one foot in each world. But before I made the full on transition, I was actually in Mexico. And I was working with a curandera with uh, Bryant, my co founder of modern Nirvana. And uh, a curandera is a healer, right? And so she's working with me. And she goes, she gets to my heart. And she was like, whoo, she was like, the corazón. She, and she just like does this huge, like kind of like a beam coming from her heart. And she's like, it's so strong. It's so strong. And she said, you're a healer. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist, you know? And I just was like, even though I was still, I was doing energetic healings for people on the side, I just wasn't talking about it. And it's like, I almost was so adamant that I was like, no, I'm a journalist. I tell people stories, you know? And then a few months later, I had an interview in Austin, Texas with Lizzo, like the rapper. It was for ABC News. And I remember the day before the interview saying to myself, this will be the last shoot I do. Like, this will be the last shoot. And I'm going to tell them after the shoot. And I did. And I did the next day I did the shoot. And then I did an interview uh, with Allison Charles um, on her podcast. She has a podcast called Ceremony Circle. And it was all about the emotion code. And I told her, you know, yeah, like yesterday I did my last shoot ever and it was uh, it was with Lizzo and she was like, oh, congratulations. Like, I feel that. Well, the weeks following is when I got, I, you know, I used to do about like four or five sessions a month and the week following I booked 16 sessions. And then after that, it's just been like that almost every week since then. And it's been like the last five, six months. And it's just been so, um, it was almost like the universe was like, okay, cool. You'd made the decision. You made the step. We've been waiting for this. And now here you go. Now we can go. Now we can begin, you know, but it's like, you know, when you're in alignment and that doesn't mean that I'm telling everybody go quit your job or whatever, because I actually loved my first job and I love this job too. I love both. They both lit me up in different ways, but this one is what's aligned with me right now. 
That is a, yeah, I, I love that. You know, it was a decision that you made and our lives could be changed in the second we make that decision. And I always say, Frank, it, it hurts when you're sitting on the fence on whatever decision you're trying to make. So get off the fence because it's not a comfortable yeah. place. <laughs> make a decision either way. And I, I love that you made that decision. The universe just aligned to help you out. And that's how you know when you're in flow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're in flow. So emotional code practitioner, that's what you are. What exactly is an emotional code practitioner? What exactly do you do with that? So the emotion code is something that was created by somebody named Dr. Brad, Bradley Nelson. And really incredible practice because I was already using muscle testing to help people clear trapped emotions or, or blocked energy. But I didn't fully have it structured. And then I, I do a YouTube video with this guy, Dr. Bradley Nelson, and I was so blown away because so much of what I learned from him or so much of what he cleared for me was like what I would have went to plant medicine ceremony before, but I would have had in an ayahuasca ceremony. And so I was like, I need to learn this. And so I got certified in his technique. And what I like about it is it's a way of identifying emotions that are trapped in the body. And they can be from a very serious trauma that someone experienced as a kid. It can be something so small. It can be, hey, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. I mean, I literally have people who come to me and they're like, I need to lose 10 pounds. And we do it. And the you should see the text messages I get are wild. There's other ones that are just like, hey, I have a, I have a block in my career or in my relationship or in my marriage. And we'll just clear any blocks that are in the way. It works really beautifully, and I'm, I'm happy to show you how I do it, too, if you want. Yeah, actually, I think it'll be cool uh, for the audience to see how it works. Uh, and I, you know, selfishly want, want to experience it myself. So I'm ready, Frank. You lead the way. Show me how it works. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. Let's do it. So before we begin, let me know if there's anything specific, uh, a certain category or a topic that you think would be good to work on. Yeah, so some I'll, I'll just like share with you something that I struggle with personally, and then maybe we could work on that. Yeah. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage, that's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a bile stimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's apple cider vinegar complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals. I take it before coffee. And this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com, that is KetoCamp15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. So something that I am challenged with constantly is comparing myself to other people, specifically other people in my niche, in my space. Um, so I'll see somebody teaching keto who has a bigger YouTube channel or a bigger podcast or a bigger following. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and then I experience jealousy. I experience competition. And then I kind of take myself back and go into a more of abundance mindset, but it still happens time after time. So that's a challenge I've been having comparison and, and uh, a little bit of jealousy sometimes. 
Good. I'm so glad we're working on that. Okay, good. That's really beautiful. And, and what's your age currently, if you're comfortable sharing that? 37. 37. Okay, good. Um, so what I do, and the reason I ask for an age is I always will get, uh, I'll find out which emotions are trapped for people, and then I'll let you know what age it became a thing, a vibration, and then we'll clear it. And because you want to work on what you want to work on this category, I think it'll also be helpful to go beyond emotions and see if there are any mental blocks, any uh, post-hypnotic suggestions or broadcast messages that you're putting out. So a broadcast message is kind of like you are a radio tower and you're broadcasting this message. So I actually had somebody the other day who said, similar to you, she didn't say she was comparing herself to others, but she said a lot of times she will, uh, and she has a podcast, and she said a lot of times I'll want to partner with somebody or do something and they think I'm in competition with them and they don't do it. And she said, but even something as small as like the other moms at my kid's school, she said, you know, I feel like they're, they feel like I'm in competition with them or something and I'm not. But she had all these broadcast messages that were, I am in conflict, I am in opposition, things like that. And she's actually broadcasting that message, right? And so people and situations react to that. I had one woman who um, was in an abusive relationship and she escaped it, she got out of it. But when we looked at her broadcast messages, there was yell at me, hurt me, treat me like a child. You know, and so it's so good to just clear those broadcasts that you're putting out if they're no longer serving you. Okay, so I'll just take a few seconds and connect with you. Yeah. Okay, so. All right, do I have permission to begin? Yes. Good. Okay, thank you. So for people who can't see what I'm doing, I'll just be working with my hands to muscle test and see uh, using my chart of emotions what is stuck and what's testing strong, and then I'll clear it using a magnet. So, okay, is the first trapped emotion that are there any trapped emotions that we can clear for Ben regarding comparison, uh, compare, comparing to others in the podcast world and in content creation? Yes, okay. Is the first trapped emotion in column A? Yeah, column B, column A. Okay, anger, bitterness, guilt, hatred, resentment. Okay, so the first one is resentment, having a feeling of resentment. Can we get an age for when this happened? Before the age of 30, after 30, after 35, 35, 36. Okay, it's from age 36. Do we need to know more? Can we clear it? And we can clear it. So I'll literally just take a magnet. This is one that I really like that I had from that healer in Mexico, the curandera. And I just swipe it over my governing meridian, which then clears it from you. And this is why I'm able to work with people remotely because I actually establish a connection with you beforehand. So everything I do for myself, I'm doing for you. And so for people who can, who are watching, they'll see that I'm using my fingers to muscle test. So I ask right now, am I testing for Ben? Yes. Am I testing for myself? It goes weak. Am I testing for Ben? Immediately goes strong. So are there any more trapped emotions that we can clear? Good. Call it A. Column B, column A, on row, two, four, six. Okay, so the next one is jealousy. You were right about that. Can we get an age when you felt this jealousy? Before 35, after 35, 35, 36, 37, 37. So this is something that was current. Can we clear it? Yeah. And so I'll just swipe the magnets, setting the intention to clear the jealousy. Did we clear jealousy? Good, can we clear more? Column A, column B, odd row, even row, two, four, six, pride, shame, shock, unworthy. Okay, so there's also a feeling of unworthy, unworthiness. Can we get an age for this unworthiness before the age of 30, after 30, after 35, 35, 36, 37? Okay, also age 37, so that's current. Um, do we need to know more? No, can we clear it? Good. Very little do we need to know more, and that's why I think people really like it um, as opposed to therapy. In fact, I have a lot of clients who are therapists, and the reason is because you don't have to talk about it. You know, Sometimes I'll need to know more and I'll ask you more, and it's really your subconscious wanting to know more before it lets me clear it, but for the most part, I don't need to know more. So to be clear, unworthy, yeah. Are these resonating so far? Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it sure is. Good. So the next one is indecisiveness. Can we get an age for indecisiveness before the age of 30, after 30, after 35, Okay, can I clear it? Yeah, that's current as well, age 37. So we're staying pretty current right now. A lot of times I go back to childhood and 
you know, say, what happened at 13? We, we, we've gone there three times already. And they'll say, oh, my God, that was like the year that my family moved us, you know, abruptly one day. And we didn't know we were moving like crazy things happen sometimes. And I'll, I'll just keep going back to that age. But this is all stuff that wants to be cleared right now. Anger. Okay, so the next one is interesting. It's an inherited emotion. So it's something that you inherited from one of your parents, and it's it's getting in the way of, it's actually contributing to what you're feeling now in this situation. And uh, when I clear it from you, I'll be clearing it from them as well. Okay, so it's actually inherited resentment, and it's from your dad. Let me clear it. Yeah, I don't need to know more. No. So we had resentment earlier, and that was your own. This one is inherited. Good. Okay, did we clear that? Yeah. So we cleared that. I could go on and on, but just for the sake of time, I'm going to see if there's any mental blocks as well that I can clear. Yeah, and just a quick question. Yeah. When you say inherited from my dad, do you, did you mean my dad had the resentment and that was passed on to me from a genetic standpoint? Exactly, genetic. So uh, you would have picked it up at conception. It's not something he experienced while you were alive. It's before you were ever born. Interesting. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a really cool study. I think Deepak Chopra, he was at our conference, the Modern Nirvana Summit in 2022, last year. And he spoke about this, uh, this study where they would shock the mice that went to one corner of the cage. And every time they went to that corner, shock, shock, shock. And their kids, when they were born, never went to that corner of the cage. And it actually lasted like three generations, I think, before they stopped the study. Wow. And so there are these things that we inherit and our parents are doing it subconsciously to protect us, you know? And sometimes it can go back generations. It reminds me of that study of um, fleas in a jar. Do you know that one where they put fleas in a jar and they leave them there overnight, remove the jar, but they're still flying around like if they were they had the jar barrier and then they had and they still stay. Yeah, they still stayed. They had offspring yeah. and the offspring still stayed in that same pattern without breaking away. Oh wow. I didn't know about the offspring, but I did know about the study where they remove the lid and they stay trapped. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So let's see if there's any mental blocks. Okay, is there anything that we can clear for Ben mentally? Yeah, okay, a little too, a little too broadcast message, a little too, okay. So the first one is, come on. The first one is a will to be controlled. And this is a subconscious thing where you have this will to be controlled. It's one of those things, and. You know, I know we've talked a little bit off the podcast about things that you're unaware that you even have. And it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you might notice it after I clear it. Like when you start seeing life moving forward and you're like, oh man, I did have a will to be controlled because I don't have that now. You know, I notice that a lot with people who have nervousness or panic because they're like, no, I don't, I don't feel nervous. I don't feel panic. When I clear it, they'll message me days later and be like, oh my God, now I realize how panic and nervous I actually was because now I know what it's like to not have that. Interesting. Yeah. You know, so can we clear it? Yeah, do we to know more? So the will to be controlled is actually from before the age of 30, before 25, before 20, after 20. 20. It's from age 23. Hmm. Okay, did we clear that? Yeah. So let's clear one broadcast message as well, and then we can continue with whatever interview. <laughs> call me, call me. Okay. So there is a broadcast message, and it's Um, the next broadcast message, or the only one that we're clearing so far, is they disrespect me. So it's this feeling that you are being disrespected, but you're also broadcasting it. 
So do we, can we get an age for when this began? Before the age of 30, after 30, after 35, 35, 36. It's from age 36. Can we clear it? Do we need to know more? Can we clear it? And we can clear it. Did we clear that? Okay. So that's kind of just to give you an idea of how it works. And we would, in a session, go much deeper, of course. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting, Frank. You know, when you said the the previous one, the wanting to be controlled, age 23 is what you said. You know, you don't know, Frank doesn't know this, but when I was 23 years old is when my girlfriend at that time broke up with me. I was depressed. I was suicidal. I was looking for ways to end my life. And that was a rock bottom pinnacle moment in my life. 23 years old. Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it's it, it, not like nothing shocks me anymore. Cause in all my sessions, it's like, it takes me back to ages and people are like, wow, that's like, that's the time this happened or that happened. And yeah, I didn't know that about you, of course. Yeah. I know you didn't know. That's why I wanted to share that. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. So we could do a whole session probably just on that. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, thank you for that, Frank. It's super interesting. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, thanks for allowing me and for being vulnerable. Of course. I, I would love for you to speak on emotional intelligence. Uh, most people understand IQ, right? Your your intelligence, but EQ, which is emotional intelligence, I don't think a lot of people have a good understanding of what exactly that means. So what would you, how would you describe and explain emotional intelligence? Yeah. You know, there's probably a textbook definition of it and I haven't looked it up, but I will say that for me, uh, the way I interpret it is, you know, for example, when I clear people's hearts, yeah, a lot of people are carrying so much stuff around their heart and it's a form of protection and defensiveness and they don't even realize they're doing it. You see people walking down the street and they're just so rigid and so uncomfortable and just like pushing through the day. I'm looking around like a little kid, literally just like so curious and like smiling and like we'll stop and stare at a tree for 10 minutes and be late to my appointment. You know, it's just like, you know, we have to be grounded, of course, and keep schedules. But I also like I have this like I visited my mom recently. And she's like, you have not changed since you were six years old, you know, because I'll just like it's just a little kid around everybody. And I think it's that emotional intelligence is like leading with your heart, not your brain. And the brain can help you survive and it can teach you like, okay, stay on schedule, get this job done or whatever else that you need that we all need to survive. But the heart and the gut, like that is a different kind of intelligence. And it's actually the one that I like to rely on. Yeah, that's a great uh, explanation of it. And I, I love that you're, you're curious, Frank. I love that you stop and you're present and in a society that does everything possible to make you detach against that curiousness and that presentness. How do you maintain that? How do you, how did you maintain that throughout your life? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a practice, you know, and I think that's probably why most people are not, I mean, that's why like shows like the Kardashians are so popular and, you know, people like, you know, Deepak Chopra or Sadhguru or whatever are not on reality TV. It's because it's so much easier to just like have a drink, have a glass of wine at the end of the day and watch an episode of the Kardashians and then go to bed and just like sweep everything under the rug. But it's not easy. It's it's to face everything that you're dealing with and to go inward and actually look at it and stare at it and figure out why and go deep and address the shadow and do all that. And so I think that because I've done so much of that, and so many people in my, in my circle have, we, we've done the plant medicine ceremonies, we do the emotional work, we do the energetic healing, we do the daily practice. You know, I have a two hour practice every morning of Kriya Yoga and of just aligning myself and, and meditating. And so then I can go throughout the day and I do mindless stuff too. You know, I'll, I would, I'd love, I'll watch like a Netflix show or whatever else, but there's always that sense of curiosity um, when I go out, like, for example, I, I mentioned looking at a tree. I mean, you could stare at one tree your whole life and you won't understand it. The amount of intricacy and the amount of beauty and wonder and everything, I could look at a squirrel my entire life and I'll understand like parts of it, you know, but I won't understand like the mechanics of even like a tree, the roots and the system and how they speak in it. We can understand it on a logical level, but to understand it on a experiential level is so much more beautiful and deeper. And so I think my curiosity is just one innate, but two is like this daily practice of strengthening it and maintaining it. Otherwise, it's so easy. I mean, we live in a three dimensional world. It's so, so easy 
to have, like you said, to be distracted, to be pulled away. Hey, look over here, look over here. Okay, now look over here, now look over here. And then our attention spans get smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's okay, we chose to be human. We came to this planet, we're like, we're here, we're hanging out, we're having a good time, we're in these bodies. And it's okay to do all that and to experience it. It's why we're here. We're not here to just go live in a cave, but to just do it consciously, do it with awareness, do it like with, with like you said earlier, purpose you know, have that in everything that you do. That's great. It reminds me of what uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer said. He said, We're, we are human beings, not human doings. So I love that you are a human being, being present, being, you know, on purpose with your purpose. And it's not all the time, right? Like Frank is not some sort of like special person who could be present 100% of the time. And it's he's intentional with it. And he still does things like watch Netflix and consume um, consume social media probably, but it's just being more aware and getting better. If you're anything like me, you spend a lot of money on supplements each month. Have you ever thought if these supplements are actually working for you? Are they attaching to your receptor sites and helping your cells do a specific job? What if you're not getting enough minerals? Or what if you have too much of something creating an imbalance in other minerals? Knowing this, will not only save you money, but it'll also improve your health so you could balance out the vitamins and minerals that you really need. With that being said, how the heck do you know if you have a mineral imbalance? What I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that at the comfort of your home. In this case, I'm talking about my friends over at Upgraded Formulas and their Upgraded Hair Test Kit and Consultation. When you discover the truth here and what's going on with your body, you can vanquish any of those hidden deficiencies that are affecting your metabolism, thyroid, adrenals, mental performance, endurance, strength, and sleep, just to name a few. I've had Barton Scott on the show before and he gave a masterclass on minerals. How this works is simple. You are sent a test kit and you use some of your hair. You just cut off a short piece of your hair. It could be on your head or pubic hair. You send it back to them and they have your results. They also offer a consultation to go over your results with you. It's simple, it's effective, and it's one of the best tests to know if what you're doing is working for you or not. If you'd like to get your hands on their deficiency test and consultation, head to upgradedformulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 to receive 15% off your entire order. That is upgradedformulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below. You said it. A lot of people are looking for something easy. And when you're attempting to live an easy life and you're doing everything easy, life will be hard. But when you're working on the hard things, life becomes easier. So this right here is, is a hard thing for many people going inside being present, doing the inner work. And that's what I, I love about conversations like this because it, it helps people become aware of how important it is to do that inner work, Frank. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said it. And I love that Wayne Dyer quote. How cool is that? I never heard that before. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, question for you. Gratitude. Yeah. Uh, I call it vitamin G. Uh, good old vitamin G. Do you have a gratitude practice? Like how, how big is gratitude in your day-to-day uh, -day, uh, activities? That's a really interesting question. And actually, when I first launched my YouTube channel in like 2014, I had somebody on because I saw his TED talk and I loved it. His name was Brother David Steindelrost. And he um, he did a TED talk all about gratitude. It had millions of views. It's so beautiful. So I reached out. I did an interview with him. And, you know, he was living under uh, one of the world wars and and real, I think, World War Three. And he said death was at our fingertips at every moment. In every moment, you knew this could be it. You could die. And it created this gratitude in him so much. So he said they were just having fun. They would There was bombs going above them, but they'd be drinking. They had girlfriends and all kinds of stuff. And then later on, he became a Gregorian monk and has been for decades. And he's just this incredibly peaceful, gratitude-filled man. And I was so touched by our our interview that I ended up actually serving on the board of his foundation called a network for grateful living. And, you know, in those days, this is like eight years ago, in those days, I had a practice. So I would like write down in my gratitude journal, right? Things like that. And that's become a lot of mainstream 
exercises now. But honestly, when you do things like a daily yoga practice, a daily meditation, a daily whatever it is, breath work, that people love breath work now. So if you do that daily, the gratitude is not something you need to exercise. It's something that you just are. I mean, I'm, I, I'm just grateful. You know, I, in fact, I don't meditate anymore either. And I don't feel like I need to. And I stopped for the last couple of years. I'm just in a daily walking meditation. Like my life is a meditation. I'm constantly aware of my breath. I'm constantly feeling. Uh, and it's not like be in the present. I don't like when people say be in the present. You can't be anywhere else. Like, where do you think you are? It's to be aware of the present, be aware that you are in the present, you know? Um, like, so I think that in my, my whole life is just an awareness, an awareness of where I am, an awareness of gratitude, an awareness of what I feel, and gratitude for the things that I don't like, gratitude for the, the divine intelligence that created a stone in my way so that my, the river of my life will just twist and be like, okay, I'm supposed to go here. That's a wonderful perspective and, and a great distinction between have, doing a gratitude exercise versus a gratitude practice. I love that, Frank. And, you know, speaking of gratitude, I'm grateful that I got to contribute to last year's Modern Nirvana Summit. Uh, I did a virtual lecture for your group. And you're coming back bigger and better than ever before with Modern Nirvana. And it's you, it's uh, your, your partner, your, your friend, Bryant Wood, Kat Graham. And my audience knows Dr. Mindy Pels. She's my colleague. We work together. Kat Graham and Dr. Mindy Pels have a podcast, the Women United podcast. We're doing a lot of cool things together. So, Frank, if you would share a little bit about your upcoming Modern Nirvana Summit in amazing Austin, Texas in September, share the details on that. Yeah, so Modern Nirvana Summit is like this beautiful little brainchild that me, Kat and Brian created together. And um, it was really interesting because we, I did an episode with Deepak Chopra for a TV show and Kat was executive producer. And she's like, Hey, we need some B roll of you uh, speaking at a conference. And I didn't like anything that I had. So I was like, let's just create one. And within two weeks, me and Brian actually got together and we're like, all right, let's not even create a conference. We were just thinking, let's get like 40 people together. We'll do some meditation. We'll have Shaman Dury come by and do a little ecstatic dance for everybody. Then we're like, ah, oh, you know what? We probably need some drinks and some supplements. Maybe we need some food. Let's do that too. Well, two weeks later, we had 500 people came. Shaman Durek was there. Upgrade Labs was uh, was exhibiting. And, and we had like pemp therapy and red light and all kinds of really cool stuff. And... Kat called me one day and was like, Frank, we need to do this every year. Like there are 500 people under the age of 35 here who are interested in wellness and spirituality and health. And they came like the week before Halloween in LA where there's a million other things to do. So we were like, all right, let's do it again. And so last year, you know, thank you for you and all these incredible speakers that created such an incredible event. I know you couldn't be there in person, but you contributed virtually and you know, we had Deepak Chopra. This year we have Dave Asprey uh, of Bulletproof and um, Upgrade Labs. We have uh, Luke Story. And so an incredible lineup. And it's in Austin, Texas on September 23rd. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Oh, and Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, of course, is the person that we're honoring. And Tony Garn, who's a supermodel and has a foundation. Um, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar created The Art of Living. Dave Asprey, of course. Um, Sadhguru, if anybody listening knows who that is has 11 million followers on YouTube. He's this incredible guru. Um, Dr. John, who you of course know from Mido Zen, just all these incredible, incredible people. So if you're interested, what I love about modern Nirvana is it is, it's both spirituality and biohacking. So it's kind of like this beautiful health summit, but also incorporates energy work and quantum healing and the people that you'll meet there is what I love too, because so many people tell me that they went to this event and they're like, Oh my God, I made like 10 other friends who are interested in what I'm interested in. You know? So it's just a really cool community. It's like the event I always wanted to go to and I just created it. That is so cool, man. Yeah. I love that. And the lineup is amazing. All those speakers are, are incredible. Some of them have been guests on my show. So my audience are familiar with them. It is going to be in Austin, Texas. Austin is a great place. I'm going to be in Austin actually in about 12 days. And it is September 20, uh, 23rd in Austin, Texas. It's called the Modern Nirvana Summit. If you go to modernnirvana.com or click the link below the YouTube video or in the podcast notes, 
you could learn about it. And Frank and his team were so gracious to give the Keto Campers a 15% off coupon code off of your ticket price. And the coupon code is just Keto Camp, Camp with a K, no space in between. Keto Camp, you'll get 15% off your ticket. Buy a ticket for yourself, for a friend, for a loved one, for a colleague. You don't want to miss it. Frank, what else can they expect to get when they attend this conference? Like what would be your mission, your goal for somebody to achieve from going to your conference? Thank you, Ben. Yes. And actually, I also want to say that it's early bird right now. So like for the next month. So on top of the discount that they're getting with your keto camp code, they're also already getting like $100 off in general. What I'm really excited about is that everybody who gets a ticket this year also gets a copy of I don't even have a copy or else I'd hold it up and show you right now. They're not out yet. It's officially released in October, but we're giving everybody at the conference a an Oracle deck, the modern Nirvana Oracle deck that we just did with Chronicle Books. And if you go to modernnirvana.com, you can see that deck as well. But it's this beautiful, beautiful deck that was created by an artist called Natalie Miller. And her, her art is just breathtaking. But then there's also all this wisdom from myself, from Bryant Wood, who's my co-founder and a master breathwork instructor. And uh, Kat Graham, of course. And we collaborated with Jen Sodini, who already has a best-selling Oracle deck called the Immensi. And it's just such beautiful wisdom. So you can kind of ask just like the Greeks would have asked the oracles. You ask uh, a question that you're dealing with or a situation that you're dealing with and you pull a card and there's so much wisdom about protection, about service, about forgiveness, certain techniques that you can do, guided meditations, breathwork practices, um, beautiful just guidance on your path. This is beautiful, Frank. This is absolutely incredible art and incredible words. This Thank is you. absolutely so beautiful. For those for those listening, you might want to go over to our YouTube channel and, and watch this to get it. Or not even to our YouTube. Go to modernnovana.com and just click the Oracle tab and see it for yourself. It is amazing. Great job with this. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited to share it with people. So excited to share it. Uh, I am excited for this upcoming conference and future conferences and all the things that you're doing. Here's what I want to ask you as we round out and land the plane on the conversation. Let's say the last two years have been interesting. <laughs> We've seen a lot of things around the world and, uh, you know, from politics to health to whatever area, there's been a lot of things changing. There's a lot of more fear out there with people, uncertainty, and uncertainty usually leads to fear, and it's kind of a vicious cycle. So what what messages of maybe hope and inspiration can you give to my audience to look forward to in the next 12 months, in the next five years, in the next 20 years, so people who are starting to lose hope could regain that and understand that we live in such an abundant world, and we need to, if we tap into it, there is so much abundance for us. So what, what message could you share for my audience for them to really get that, Frank? Yeah, yeah, well said. And I, I do think that acceptance is such a powerful thing. And not I'm not saying accept like accept everything that's going on in the world, but just accept that you are here, things are happening, and then take control. Because it's so easy to just kind of give your power away to a health thing, to a an agency, to outside sources. A lot of things that I clear from people are post hypnotic suggestions. So it's not even something you actually believe. It's not something you actually uh, originated within you. It's something that you just took on from the outside world and you believed it to be true. And there's so much of that. So I would just say, honestly, life is so short. And I know people say that all the time and it's so generic, but you know what's best for you. And whatever you do, no matter what you do in life, people are going to critique it, whether it's something you love or don't love. So you might as well do something you love. You might as well do something you believe in. You might as well do something that just lights you up because no matter what you do, this podcast, my YouTube channel, anything, the Modern Nirvana Summit, some people are going to love it and some people are going to critique it and say they hate it. You have to just do it anyway. You know, you don't have to. You cannot do it anyway. But if you want to be happy, <laughs> just do it anyway. Yeah, I love that. I love that, Frank. Let me ask you this. What are you grateful for today? What are you excited about and grateful for? Yeah. I'm grateful for you, honestly. I'm grateful for this for this connection and that we were able to do this. I'm grateful for the two clients that I'm going to see after recording this podcast and what I already know. It's so cool to work with people because I already know not who they are now, but I know who they're going to be in two weeks. 
And I know I already know, like after I work with somebody, I see them like two weeks from now. And so when they're telling me their story and they're, you know, sad about a certain thing, I'm still smiling on the inside because I know who they are two weeks from now. Mm, that is beautiful. That is super, super cool and special. I'm also grateful for you, Frank, and Modern Nirvana, Bryant and Kat, and all the people who are contributing to your work. I acknowledge you for being curious, for being authentic, for exploring, for living on purpose with your purpose and sharing so authentically. And I also acknowledge you for the work that you're doing that you did for me on today's conversation with your clients and just all across the world. So thank you for who you are and how you show up. And last thing I want to ask you is please share with my audience where they could go learn more about you. Yeah, I would love that. So um, and thank you so much again. I'm just going to say thank you all podcasts, but they can go to frankellaridi.com. And I know it's a little difficult to spell, so I'm sure you know they'll find it somewhere on, on the description, but frankellaridi.com and they can book a session with me there. Or on Instagram, I always check my DMs and, and a lot of people just like to book directly sometimes. So it's F like Frank Ellaridi. It's just at F Ellaridi on Instagram. And uh, those are the two best ways. Awesome. We're going to put that down below. If in case you're having trouble spelling that, <laughs> just click the link down below and go check out Frank. Go get your tickets to Modern Nirvana. Experience their amazing summit in Austin, Texas. And uh, we'll, we'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much, Frank, for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. And thanks to everybody listening. hope you enjoyed that conversation with Frank and the healing he did with me right on this episode. If you want to watch the video format of this interview, go to youtube.com slash ketocamp. Go check out Modern Nirvana and their upcoming summit, modernnirvana.com. The coupon code for you is ketocamp at checkout. You want to be there in person. It'll change your life. You could also learn more about Frank over at frankellaridi.com. We'll put his social media down below and everything can be found in the podcast notes, including timestamps and additional notes that were mentioned on today's episode. Please leave the podcast rating and review. Go live on purpose with your purpose. Release those trapped emotions. Go get your tickets to Modern Nirvana. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I will see you on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.